ಸಹನಾವತು ಸಹನೋಭುನಕ್ತು ಸಹವೀರ್ಯಂಕರವಾವಹೈ ತೇಜಸ್ವಿನಾವಧೀತಮಸ್ತು ಮಾಷಾವಹೈ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಪೂರ್ಣಮದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮಿದ ಪೂರ್ಣಮುದೇ ಪೂರ್ಣಸ್ಯೂರ್ಣಮಾದಯ ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಶಿಷ್ಯದೆ ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿ ಆಪ್ಯಾಯಂತು ಮಂಗಾನಿ ವಾಕ್ಪ್ರಾಣಶ್ಚಕ್ಷುಶ್ರೋತ್ರಮಥೋ ಬಲಮೇಂದ್ರಿಯಿ ಚರ್ವಾಣಿ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮೋಪನಿಷದ ಮಾಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ನಿರಾಕುರ್ಯಾಹ್ಮಿರಾಕರೋದ ಅನಿರಾಕರಣಮಸ್ತ್ವನಿರಕರಣ ಮೇ ಅಸ್ತು ತದಾತ್ಮನಿರತೌಪನಿಷತ್ಸು ಧರ್ಮಸ್ತೆ ಮೈ ಸಂತು ತೇ ಮೈ ಸಂತು ಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಶಾಂತಿಸ್ಮೃತಿಪುರಾಣ ಆಲಯಂಕರುಣಾಲ ನಮಿ ಭಗವತ್ಪಾದ ಶಂಕರ ಲೋಕಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರ ಶಂಕರಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಕೇಶವಂಬಾದರಾಯಣ ಸೂತ್ರಭಾಷ್ಯಂದೇ ಭಗವಂತೋ ಪುನಃ ಪುನಃ ಗುರುರಾತ್ಮೇ ಮೂರ್ತಿಭೇದ ವಿಭಾಗಿಣೆ ವ್ಯೋಮವ್ಯಾಪ್ತೇಹಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಾಮೂರ್ತ ಓಮಿತ್ಯೇರಕ್ಷರಮುದ್ಗೀತಮುಪಾಸೀತ ಸಂಕಲ್ಪಯಮನಸ್ಯ ಅಥವಾಚಮೀರಯಂತ್ರೇಷು ಕರ್ಮಣೆ ಸಂಕಲ್ಪವಾವ ಮನಸೋ ಭೂಯಾನ್ the sankalpa the will the resolution the determination is manas bhuyan <coughs> is greater than manas 
And this is manasyanam, that state of mind in which one desires to do something. <coughs> one intends to do something, desires to do something, that manasyanam is what is meant by the word manasya. And that desire is preceded by sankalpa, by determination. The desire is preceded by a determination of what is desirable and what is not desirable. So first the mind discriminates or determines in a given situation what is kartavyam. So kartavya, akartavya, vishayubhagena samarthanam sankalpaha. So samyak kalpaha sankalpaha samyak vibhagena kalpanam nischayaha sankalpaha. That's how it is explained in a derivative sense. Sankalpa novel means will. <coughs> to will to do something, to resolve to do something. That's called sankalpa normally. And that is not too different from the desire to do something, manasyanam. Therefore, Bhashyakara here explains the word sankalpa in a derivative sense, not in the commonly understood sense. <coughs> so, samyak kalpanam sankalpaha. Samyak vibhagena kalpanam, kalpanam nischayaha. Vibhagena nischayaha. Nischayaha, a determination, a certain man. Vibhagena, by division, by discriminating. What is the vibhaga? Kartavya, akartya vishaya vibhaga. Kartavya vishaya, what is fit to be done? Akartavya, what is not fit to be done? So, first of all, that samarthanam, the determination, ascertainment, discrimination of what is to be done and what is not to be done takes place. Then alone there can arise a desire for doing something. So if manas is understood as desire or intention to do something, that to do something presupposes that it is fit to be done. So mind will want to do something provided the mind is determined that this is proper to do fit to do, worth doing. It's called kartavyam. So that particular state of mind is called sankalpa here, which precedes the manasyanam or the intention to do something. So determination to do. Determination that is fit to be done precedes the actual desire or intention to do. <coughs> So, yogi koyam sankalpa shabdha na rudhayati bhavaha. So, word sankalpa is explained in a derivative sense, not in the normal, commonly understood sense. Vivagenahi samarthite vishay chikisha buddhi bhavate. Vivagenahi samarthite. When that vivaga, the discrimination is done as to what is fit to be done, what is not fit to be done, then chikirsha buddhi buddhi, the intention to do something happens, which is called manasyanam. So katham, 
That's what Shruti herself says. In what way does this happen? Yadavaisankalpayate when a person wills or resolves kartavyadi vishayan vivayate when one discriminates the, the kartavyadi means kartavya kartavya when discriminate between what is kartavyam what is akartavyam what is fit to be done what is not fit to be done meaning idam kartum yuktamite then what's the conclusion idam kartavya means what idam kartum yuktam this is fit to be done. This is proper to be done. Vibhagena samarthite. So between the choices that are available to the mind, Vibhaga, the mind classifies. Kartavyam and a kartavyam. So idam kartum yuktam. This is fit or proper to be done. Na yuktam. Not proper to be done. So that is what that that determination first takes place. Atha manasyati. Then there arises the intention to do something. What is it? Mantran adhiyayati. May I recite the mantras? Because mantras are fit. It is fit, proper to recite mantras. <coughs> so when that intention to do something happens, then what? Atha vacha, atha anantaram, vacham irayati. Then that mind, which has resolved now to recite the mantra, that reciting mantra also happens in a certain number of stages, number of steps are involved before you actually recite the mantra. First step is what? Vacham irayati, to irayati, to impel. Vacham, the organ of speech, must be first made active. What for? Mantradi Ucharana again. The speech can do any number of things. It can sing also. It can give lecture also. It can utter mantras also. So speech, organ of speech must be impelled to do a particular mantradi Ucharana irayati. The organ of speech is now impelled for a recital of mantra, etc. <coughs> Tam chavachamu namne irayati. So, now, mantra is a particular kind of word. Before you utter a particular word, there is utterance of word in general. So, general is preceded by particular. Meaning, universal is preceded, samanya is preceded by vishesha. Before you make an ornament, there is samanya, the gold must be there. Before you can make ornament, which is the particular state of the gold, so mantra is particular kind of words that are called mantras. And particular and words are what? The articulated speech. Speech articulates as words and certain kinds of words are called mantras. So first the speech is, hey come on speech now, utter articulated words. Then words, then mantras. So atha manasyati, so Nam ocharana nimittam vivaksham krutva. Tutam vachamu namni irayati. That now I'm going to utter the words and accordingly impels that speech. Namni mantraha ekam bhavanti. Namni nama samanye 
mantraha sabda visheshaha in the words in general the particular words called mantras they get included because they precede <coughs> and the cause and effect relationship is there antar bhavanti ityarthaha So, manasyanantaram vachasthamanyane piryanam bhavati. After manasyanam meaning the intention to utter, then the speech is impaired in general. Samanyane piryanam idam nama ucchariti evam, then having impaired the speech, then idam nama ucchareta vyam, this word has to be uttered. Iti evam vekshapur vishesha piryanam bhavati. And then, mantranapi namatvat namni mantrahayati adar adaribhava. Nama is the samanya state of mantra, mantra is the particular state of nama. Therefore, mantra visheshatma, so therefore, samanya includes the vishesha. Samanya includes Samanya state before Vishesha. Vishesha is containing Samanya. Ornaments are containing gold. Gold is Samanya. Ornament is Vishesha. Ornaments are containing gold. Similar mantras, which are the Vishesha. Particular kinds of words are containing words in general. So the Shruti said, Namni mantraha ekam bhavandi. All of this began with name, understand. Nama eva etadhe narada, what all you know is, it's just nama. All just words. In that, mantras are all included. <coughs> Mantreshu karmani, in all the mantras, the karmas, the actions get included. <coughs> Now we are in the last line on that page 304. Nanu mantra karmano ho samanya visheshatma katva abhavat. So between nama and mantra, the relationship of samanya and vishesha. But between mantra and karma, that relationship is not there. That mantra is a samanya universal state before karma. That, that is not so. Katham mantreshu karmana mantrabhavaiti asanke. Then on what basis do you say that the karma, the rituals are all included in mantra? So, mantra prakashitanam eva karmana anusthanad. Karma's ritual, karmanam anusthanad. Which rituals will is fit to be performed? Mantra prakashitanam eva karmanam. So traditionally, the Vaidikas will only perform those rituals which are prescribed by the Vedas and says that all the rituals have their origin in mantras. The mantras that reveal the ritual. And then it will elaborate by Brahmana. So Veda consists of mantra and Brahmana. So the Koveda the question is, what is Veda? Apaurusheyam vakyam Veda. There are different definitions of word Veda, but Apaurusheyam vakyam Veda. The vakya, 
the statement apurusha not the product of the human mind means that is revealed by ishvara is called veda such a vidhi mantra namadeya nisheda arthavad bhedat arthavad panch vidah vakya is five, five kinds of vakyas are there vidhi mantra namadeya nisheda artha or you can say mantra brahmanatmako vedah that also is rest is all called vidhi namadeya nisheda arthavad is all part of brahmana so you can say that the veda consists of namantra and brahmana brahmana can be further divided as vidhi nisheda arthavad mantra namadeya you know so now what is brahmana brahmana is the elaboration of mantra so real veda is mantra brahma or veda is mantra so when this rugveda yajurveda etc what is intended is mantra the samhita section of that mantra and i call it samhita section call it mantra section and what is brahmana elaboration of that let's see general definition <coughs> so brahmanas only elaborate what is there in the mantras apparently brahmanas have no independent pramanyam other than the mantras so all brahmanas passages must be traced to mantras now is once you define the new to stretch everything out and fit everything into that structure so once definition is given then so similarly for everything vedanta also once definition is given that this is this and that then everything has to fitted into that and then the text don't lend themselves into that you can't fit all upanishads into your pattern of advaita vedanta or even bhagavad gita or any text they independent creations now you see a particular meaning and you want to see consistent all vedas of brahma as their subject matter and jiva brahma ekya is subject all the vedas now then you decided that first and then you you twist and turn every veda you know to ultimately arrive at that uh, tatparya this may be too crude for me to say that but i am saying this is general tendency so many people are revolted against this this no that's not the way to treat the text and so lokamanya tilak says i have read all this all the commentaries and i have come to the conclusion that every commentator has an agenda and therefore they see their agenda in a given text he says he says i want to approach without any agenda now there is no possibility you can approach without agenda. the problem is everybody has an agenda no human being is to do whatever you call i'm impartial i'm objective there is no such thing as being impartial and being objective if a human being as long as you think that you are so and so you become sthita prajna and you are abiding in brahman then you are impartial 
Samoham Sarabhutesh. But until then you are not. You have decided that you are a so and so. So when I am so and so, then there is always going to be something that is conducive to so and so and things that are not conducive. So everybody approaches only with an agenda. Even those who say we don't have an agenda, itself is an agenda sometimes. So in Lokmanya, Tilak came to conclusion that Bhagavad Gita teaches karma. That is the primary teaching of Bhagavad Gita. <coughs> so Jnanam is primary teaching by Bhashyakara. Bhakti is primary teaching by other Bhakti Acharyas. <coughs> so one is, all of them accept that karma, Bhakti and all are taught which is subsidiary, which is principal. For one, Jnanam is principal, other two are subsidiary. Bhakti Acharya, Bhakti is principal, other two are subsidiary. Karma is principal, others are subsidiary. So all Mahatma Gandhi, whole school of those people were all karma oriented. Not that they had no bhakti or no jnanam. No. But karma is the primary thing. Without karma, without doing something, you cannot achieve anything. Because you have to bring about a transformation in yourself. And that transformation comes when you do something. And that has happened. Somebody said that, look, they are all social. They are, they are people, team of people went to all the way to Arunachala, Arunachala Pradesh and then there are so many refugee camps and a lot of things are there and they went and worked among those people. So there were different people when they came back. So when you experience that pain and you, when you invoke in you that compassion, so that's when really things happen. Simply by meditating and simply by thinking things don't happen. It may happen to somebody who is ready but for most people it doesn't happen. Most people require hammering and they require, uh, you know, a gross treatment for transformation. So karma provides that. Hands-on things. Not talking about things, hands-on things. Talkers remain talkers for the whole of their life. Doers really accomplish things. <coughs> anyway, so this is, this is an opinion. All doers were thik hai, bhakti, bhagwan, what you require is Ishwara's grace, otherwise nothing happens. So all right, you have to know, that's the only way to do things. So, everybody approaches with a sudden predisposition or a preconceived conclusion. <coughs> but here the Veda is divided to mantra and brahmana, that's first division. And... Vidhi and Nisheda are the Mahavakyas. That's the primary Vakyas of Veda. The whole Veda has to fit into that. Therefore you, therefore you classify all of the Vakyas. I say in five, you know, so Vidhi, Nisheda, Arthavada, Mantradeya, Namadeya and Mantra. So all Vakyas are divided. Then, then all of them will be connected to Vidhi. And Nisheda is another kind of vidhi only. So, this becomes a necessity to do that. So the whole Veda is analyzed all that. But with this in mind, as to how every Vakya can be connected to some vidhi directly or indirectly. Then only, Amnayasya Kriyatatvat Anarthakam Atadarthana. If a Vakya or a statement cannot be connected to karma or a vidhi, what is Vidhi? Do this. Nisheda, don't do this. 
So if you cannot connect a vakya directly or indirectly with this, a praman, the vakya is not a praman. So kriyarthattvara. But Vedas, there is no vakya which is anarthakam. So every vakya must fit into one of these categories to become meaningful. <coughs> so mantra prakashikanam eva karmanam anusthanat. That karma ritual is fit to be performed only when it is revealed by mantra. In that sense, mantra, because it reveals the ritual or karma, therefore karma is included in mantra. <coughs> so Bhashyakana says, page 304, last line, Mantra prakashitani karmani kriyante na amantrakam asti karma. Here Vashyakara sees the conclusion of the Mimamsakas. So, when Vashyakara makes a statement, it comes from the Mimamsa, this Puru Mimamsa. And the Vedantins accept the Mimamsakas as far as all Vyavahara is concerned. <coughs> as far as Darshanam is concerned, we differ. But as far as Vyavahara is concerned, whatever Mimamsaka says, Bhattamata, whatever Bhatta says, is acceptable to us. <coughs> so this is there, already they have analyzed and come to this conclusion. Mantra prakasika, prakasitani karmani kriyante na amantrakam asti karma. Only those karmas are rituals which are prakashitani, revealed by the mantras, they alone are performed. There is no ritual which is not revealed by mantra. So this is a big statement, you know. Sri Dhanagiri. Katham karma na amantrakam asti divuchyade. Earlier question was, mantreshu anupalabdha karmanam katham antarbhava. Katham mantreshu karmanam antarbhava. How do you say that the karmas are all included in mantras? What karmas? Mantreshu anupalabdha anupalabdha karmanam katham mantreshu antarbhava. If the karma is not found in mantra, if there are karmas or rituals which are not revealed by mantras, how do you say that all the rituals are included in mantras? So Vashakara said, Mantra prakashikani prakashitani karmani kriyante na amantrakam karmasti. Only the rituals revealed by the mantras are performed and there is no ritual which is not revealed by mantra. So Anandika says, Katham karma na amantrakam astiti uchyate. How do you say that all the rituals are all necessarily revealed by mantras? Brahmana, Vitasyabi, Karmana, Darshana. With Brahmana section, in fact, Vidhi, it enjoins karmas. Most karmas are enjoined by the Brahmana section. Amum yaja, Amum yaja, you worship this devata, that devata, to fulfill this desire, that desire. So, as far as we, are, we see, all Vidhi and Nisheda, the enjoyment is found in Brahmana section. 
in mantras we don't find vidhinishtha so brahmanas are also enjoying rituals so that means there are rituals enjoyed by brahmanas there may be rituals enjoyed by mantra so how do you say that all the rituals are included in mantra because there are many rituals which are enjoined by brahmana section also so brahma hitasya bi karmana darshana ityashankya so bhashyakara explains that statement <coughs> if you go to the other tika mantra so mantra prakashitanam karmana anushthana that's one thing secondly मंत्रेण प्रकाशित कर्मण स्वरूप लाभादिहोत्र सो अग्निहोत्र इज बॉर्न अग्निहोत्र इज एक्सिस्ट agni agni hotra depends upon mantra for its existence it is mantra that brings into existence rituals such as agni hotra so mantrena so that is why swarupa lavat karmana swarupa lav means what coming into existence a mantra owes its existence to i mean is ritual owes its existence to mantra when the mantra reveals that ritual so vasagar say na amantarkam karmasti there is no karma ritual which does not owe its existence to mantra so yadhi vasagar says here yadhi mantra prakashanena labdha satat satakam sat कर्म ब्राह्मणेन इदम कर्तव्यम अस्मे फलाय इति विधीयते यदि मंत्र प्रकाशे लब्ध सत्तागम कर्म सो लब्ध सत्तागम इन शॉर्ट दैट व्हिच फाइंड इट सत्ता व्हिच इज बोर्न a mantra which exists because it is a ritual exists because it is revealed by mantra so that a mantra comes into being sorry a ritual comes into being only when it is revealed by mantra <coughs> then only tat karma sat or tat karma that karma which is come into being because being revealed by mantra brahmanena vidhyate that karma alone is enjoined by brahmana so when brahmana section enjoins rituals agnihotra agnihotra already has come into being because it is revealed by the mantra then brahmana says idam kartavyam asmi phalayati सो इदम कर्तव्य अग्निहोत्र कर्तव्य स्वर्ग फलाय सो ऑल दैट इज प्रोवाइड बाय ब्राह्मण अग्निहोत्र इट सेल्फ इज रिवील्ड बाय मंत्र देन हाउ डू परफॉर्म अग्निहोत्र व्हाट डज अग्निहोत्र व्हाट्स द रिजल्ट ऑफ अग्निहोत्र एट्सेट्रा इज ऑल डन बाय ब्राह्मण 
That's the elaboration of mantra. So mantra brings into existence a ritual such as Agnihotra. Then Brahmana section takes that Agnihotra and provides the all other information. So idam kartavyam asmai phalayati, this is to be done for this result. By this is to be done, by this person, for this result. So who should do Agnihotra? Brahmana will specify. What will Agnihotra do to me? Brahmana will tell you. How iti kartavya, how do Agnihotra? Again Brahmana will tell you. So without Brahmana nothing can be done. But Brahmana will only elaborate that which is brought into existence by the mantra. This is the this is the uh, principle of Mimamsa, <coughs> the conclusion of Mimamsa. So Sri Brahmanasya Mantra Vyakhyan Rupatvat Atispashta Mantra Anupalam Bevi Kalpyate Mantrok Tattvam Ityartaha So Brahmanasya Mantra Vyakhyan Rupatvat So again a Brahmana is explained, is defined as Mantra Vyakhyan Rupam Brahmanam Brahmana is a section of the, is of the nature of Vyakhya explanation or elaboration of what is there in mantra. Once you define this, now and then you don't find, you find in Brahmana something which you don't find in mantra. Now what do he says? Mantra anupalambevi kalpade mantrok tattvamiti. Suppose Brahmana talks about a ritual. <coughs> Say Jyotishtam, I don't know, Somayaga, etc., etc., of which you do not find origin in mantra. Then, since Brahmana can only elaborate what is there in mantra, therefore you have to presume. So, kalpyate. So, by arthapatti, you presume that somewhere in mantra this ritual must have been revealed. Even though that mantra is not available to you, but that mantra must be somewhere to be revealed, to be elaborated by Brahmana. Just as all the Smruti Granthas owe their existence to Shruti. This is again one principle done. Shruti and Smruti. All the texts are divided into two. Shruti and Smruti. So Purana Itya is all part of Smruti. So Smruti is no Pramanyam or validity unless it has its source in Shruti. So Smruti must have necessarily its source in Shruti. Shruti is heard, revealed by Ishwara. And Smruti is composed by a sage. It's called Smruti, means what? Memory. Memory only can come from experience. So we imagine that these great sages must have experienced what the Vedas have said and from that they have written. You know, what what law books they give you the guidelines of how to live your life, how to how to implement that Vedic teaching into your life, that's what Smruti does. So Shruti gives us the principles in general. And how those principles must be implemented or practiced in life. That guideline or direction is given by Smruti. So Smruti is called law books. They give you laws 
or a code of conduct. They give many things in fact, but code of conduct is a primary thing. They tell you about creation also, they tell you about all sorts of moksha, they tell you about many things. But primary contribution of Smriti, you say, is providing us with code of conduct. How to conduct? But our conduct must be in keeping with the teaching of the Vedas. But Veda is a pramanyam. The best Smriti only elaborates what the Shruti has said. So if you find some section in Smriti which you cannot trace to some Veda, then you presume that there must be some passage in Vedas which would be available to that sage, not available to you. So that's how you presume. <coughs> Otherwise, Smriti has no Pramanyam independently. No, because only Shruti should have Pramanyam. Now that once that is determined, then everything has to fit in that structure. Because Smriti is composed text. It is Paurushayam Vakyam. What is Veda? Apaurushayam Vakyam Veda. Paurushayam Vakyam means a Vakya or a statement which has originated from the Purusha Buddhi, from the intellect of a human being. And human intellect is always limited. It has so many doshas or defects. So, avidya, ignorant, samshaya, viparyaya. So, karana, apatabam, inadequacy of your means of knowledge, etc. And then also, uh, viprala, viprala, vipralamba, belief that I know everything or I have known what is to be known. All these problems are there with human intellect, however great the human being is. Therefore, what evolves from human intellect cannot be the ultimate pramanam. But Veda is apaurishayam vakyam, revealed by Ishvara, who is sarvagnya, omnishinda, that is nirdosha, there is no desha. All of this, you know, is the basis. If you don't accept the basis, then nothing works. So modern people don't accept all these bases anyway. The thing is, so that is how a lot of revolt takes place, you know. People revolt. So how do you say this? So they don't have reverence. We have reverence for the sages, we have reverence for tradition, we have reverence for our teachers and so we accept what they say. But if you don't start with the reverence, then what? You'll question everything. And then they they will independently investigate. They will not... So the Mimamsaka, they've investigated, arrived at all these conclusions and all these... Uh, what shall I say, principles or Siddhanta they will independently do that and arrive in their own way their own conclusion says no, no, all Upanishads don't say etc, etc so this is always going on you know and we being traditional people that way we get also restricted only thinking in a certain way although we don't care because our our Objective is only knowledge. And that there is no doubt in the f- about the fact that everything is Brahman, that I am Brahman. So that is what basically I personally accept. Other things are all fine, you know. Nobody can question this. Then we don't accept any questions as far as this basic truth is concerned. Other things are okay. So I personally do not feel obliged to necessarily subscribe to everything. 
tattvamasi we subscribe to that in a primary sense and everything else if the feet don't fit is not our problem tattvamasi is what the basic pramana is is a is a pramana vakya for as far as i see my thing you know and so sometimes when you go overboard with you become so uh, fanatic that no says no rushis are sarvajnya they are all omniscient they cannot say, he said something 5000 years ago about charaka said something on health no they accepted literally that they know everything and they only told about all diseases they have given all medicines nothing is new then you restrict yourself you know so similarly nothing is new everything is in the vedas including all astrology and astronomy and aeronautics everything is there you know and so they must trace everything to vedas so geology is there zoology is there botany is there this is there that is there. Well, why do you burden vedas with all this stuff you know because you want to insist that vedas are omniscient and the whole creation has come from the vedas and therefore nothing is outside the scope of vedas and therefore it must you know so anyway you can go to other extreme also that we don't accept anything and we accept everything you know and therefore this all discrimination comes you can't say that we don't accept anything you should not it's difficult to say that we accept everything that every statement of vedas is a pramana I mean, you know because sometimes they don't live up to their expectation all these texts you know all they are all great but 100% is very difficult whatever text it is bhagavatam also there may be sections which uh, perhaps you may have your own opinion about or ramayana mahabharata and all of them text then they say they are all uh, you know what is it what is it called uh, the shepaka uh, shepaka it all added later on by somebody which also is possible so there is no vyavastha then you know <laughs> So then what portion you don't accept is all Kshepaka. What you accept is original etc. So it's a very amazing situation anyway. But to, as I said, fit any given text into a very watertight compartment is very difficult. And sometimes doing injustice to the text also. or may be very difficult for us to correlate with everything but anyways mantreshu karmani said all rituals are included in mantra therefore this comes from mimamsa so mimamsa says that all rituals are necessarily revealed by mantras then alone they become valid and then alone brahmana can elaborate always brahmana does not have independent authority to specify rituals brahmana also have their allegiance to mantras <coughs> and then so many questions arise which of course are all discussed in great detail but as i said for a simple thing mantreshu karmani that's all karma rituals are included in mantra <coughs> since we don't have question we don't have any discussion but then people are know things then there are so many questions there <coughs> so if you go to other tika nanu brahmaneshu karma vidhanam drushyate in the line number what is it 7 uh, on the page 305 nanu brahmaneshu 
Karnavidam, this but in Brahman also you find Karnavidam, Karmas are enjoined. Agnihotram juhayat, Swarga kamha ityadishum. So, Agnihotram juhayat, Swarga kamha, one, Swarga kamha, one is desire of Swarga, should perform Agnihotra. Tatkatham mantra prakashitam karman. So when you find specifically this kind of vidhi or enjoyment in Brahmana section, how do you insist that that karma is necessarily revealed by mantra? Anyatha Brahmana vayarthyat. If you insist that mantra alone is the authority, then Brahmana is no Brahmanim. So Brahmana vayarthyat means Brahmana section has no independent contribution, therefore they become meaningless or without contribution. So, Vashyakara is a Yadhiti that we already read. So, yad, so Satyam, Tikakara says Satyam, meaning you are right that Brahmanas do provide vidhi or enjoyment. But vidhi is also different kinds. Brahmaneshu, Karavidanam, Dushyade. In Brahmana section also, you find the enjoyment of karma or rituals. Tathapi tat viniyoga adhikar vidhanam eva utpatti vidhistu mantreshu eva. So then, the vidhis are of four kinds, you know. Agnyata artha gnyabako veda. So what is vidhi? What's the technical definition of vidhi? Agnyata artha gnyabako veda bhago vidhihi. So, vidhi is not enjoyment. Agnyadartha gnyapakaha. So, that which makes you know what is otherwise unknown. So, that's called pramanam. Pramanam is a valid means of knowledge. Agnyadartha gnyapakam pramanam. Pramanam, valid means of knowledge, always enables you to know what is otherwise unknown. So, eyes enable us to know the colors and forms which are otherwise unknown through any other means of knowledge. Ears make us know or experience these sounds which are otherwise not available for any other means of knowledge. So, also Vedas reveal to us those truths which are not otherwise available for any other means of knowledge. So, in that sense, Ritual, for example, so vidhi, I mean, you know, then sadhan and sadhya is what the Vedas tell you. So they tell you what sadhya means, there is something called swarga, which you would never otherwise known. And sadhana, agnihotra is sadhana or means of attaining swarga, which also you would not have known. So you would not have known sadhya, would not have known agnihotra, would not have known sadhya, sadhana, sambandha. Agnihotra can bring about Swarga, that also you, so you don't know Swarga, don't know Agnihotra, and do not know that Agnihotra performs Agnihotra is means of Swarga. None of this we know. So then when the Veda says that Agnihotram Juhuyat Swarga Kamaha, Swarga Kavan, desire of Swarga, so that also Vedas will tell you. Sarva Kamhavan, desire of Sarga, Juhuyat, should perform Agnihotram. <coughs> so, Sadhanam, Sadhya, Adhikari, who is Adhikari? Sarva Kamha, Juhuyat. 
not anybody else. Only one desire of Swarga should perform Agnihotra. If you don't and not interested in Swarga, then you should not perform that karma. So, Arthi. Arthi means what? One who is interested in the result of that ritual. <coughs> so, Satyam, Brahmaneshu, Karavidanam, Drushyate. But then, Vidana or Vidhi are of different kinds. First of all, Utpatti Vidhi, Vinayoga Vidhi, Adhikara Vidhi, Prayoga Vidhi. There are four kinds of Vidhi, meaning that all Vidhi or the statements of injunction are divided into four categories. Utpatti Vidhi. Utpatti means that which brings into existence. Yatha Agnihotram Juhodi. One performs, one should perform Agnihotra Karma. So, Agnihotra is unknown, is brought into knowledge. So, something which is unknown to us is brought to our knowledge, is called Utpatti. <coughs> so, the Agnihotra is already known. Then you need to know further, have further information about Agnihotra. Anga Pradhana Samanda Bodhako Vidhi Vini Yoga Vidhi. Anga and Pradhana. So if you want to perform Agnihotra, that's a Pradhana. Then there are so many other related rituals you should do. So when the Brahmanas, priests perform the Homa here, so many other things they do ultimately before they arrive at the oblation, offering. So Pura Puja is done, that is done and then you must also set up the Vedi, you must bring all the bricks and then you must... Uh, you know, sanctify them and so the whole procedure. So before, what is Agnihotra? Meaning before the offering is made to the Devata, which is the principal thing, so many other things have to be done. That's called the Anga. So Anga and Pradhan. For Satyanand Katha, there are so many other Anga. Then you must do the Varuna Puja, you must do the, you know, Ganesha Puja, you must do this, then, you know, so many things must be done. You must have Nevedya and you must... So all these are Anga. So then the Vidhi which enables you to know the relationship between Anga and the Pradhan is called Vinayoga Vidhi. So Vinayoga, prayer, how to... You know, what's the... Uh, how, uh, what the Vidhi consists of, particular. Then, so Agnihotram Juhya Svarga Kamaha. So third is Adhikara Vidhi. Who is Adhikari? Who is a person fit to attain that result? Karma Janya Phalaswamya Bodhako Vidhi Adhikara Vidhi So Karma Jana Phala Janya Phalam A karma gives rise to Phala. That Phala goes to whom? Who is the Swami of that? Who is the Bhokta of that Karma? Phala. So Swarga Kama in this case of Brahmano Yajeta so that is the adhikara for that karma phala is stated is called adhikara vidhi and finally prayoga prashubhavodako vidhi prayoga vidhi whatever that means you know so that which uh, gives in, in a performance of a ritual that which tells you how to how to perform the ritual in a certain systematic way, I guess, you know, how to quickly perform the ritual. So that is prayoga vidhi. <coughs> prayoga means how to do things. Idi kartavyata, how to do things. So utpatti vidhi, 
tells you about the ritual or something which is otherwise unknown then the vinyoga vidhi what all is involved in performing the ritual what are the all subsidiary rituals and things involved anga then adhikara prayoga vidhi how to perform the ritual adhikara vidhi who is the one who is qualified to enjoy the fruits of the ritual all of this you should know so satyam brahmaneshu karma vidanam drushyate it is true then in brahmana section also vidanam the enjoyment of karma of the rituals is seen tathavitat viniyoga adhikara vidanam eva but all of them only tell you so what a ritual consists of and who is the one qualified to perform the ritual and enjoy the result and how to perform the ritual this is what brahmana says utpatti vidhi is not there meaning brahmanas do not talk about a, a ritual which is unknown brahmanas only talk about give all other information who is adhikari what is what is all involved what is the procedure of a ritual which is otherwise already known through brahmana so utpatti is only in brahmana and other vidhis of vinyoga and adhikari and whatever whatever you know so uh, prayoga all of this are given by brahmana so brahmanas do give vidhi but not utpatti vidhi other vidhis <coughs> utpatte mantratah labha sambhave so you should not do one vidhi in two places so if one vidhi is found one place you don't require it in another place so utpatte mantrato labha sambhave utpatti of a ritual can be known from mantra tatra bitasya tatparikalpane gaurava patu imagine then that the brahmanas also independently give utpatti vidhi of ritual and mantras also give then there are two sources which is gauram there should not be two if one source can explain two sources is not required so the conclusion is all utpatti vidhi meaning the origination of all the rituals is in mantras and rest of the information all supplied by brahmanas there is also vidhi so mantra will say agnihotram juhuya but what is agnihotra what does it consist of brahmana will say how to perform prayoga brahmana will say who should perform brahmana will say so rest of the information other three vidhis are given brahmana and utpatti is given by mantra so they say that utpatti is one vidhi should be found in two places should be found only in one place ha ha anena sadena anena kartra asmi phalaya idam kartavyati vino yunyugade tatra pratite yes so what do you find in brahmana section anena sadhanena badi sadhana sach agnihotra anena kartra by this karta by the adhikari sach swarga kama or brahmana or whatever asmi phalaya swarga phalaya idam kartavyam agnihotram kartavyam But what is agnihotra for that you have to refer to mantra so mantra will tell you that there is agnihotra and then brahmana will tell you rest of the things 
So this is, that is why that all the, the rituals have their origination in mantras and brahmanas then provide you the rest of the information. This is the conclusion. Therefore it is said that so mantra prakashtana eva karmana manushthanar the karmas or rituals which are originally revealed by mantras they alone are fit or they alone are in fact performed. They alone are implemented. Eta deva prapanchayati this is what is explained by Vashyakara yapityadina so Vashyakara says Yapi Utpatihi Brahmaneshu Karmanam Dushyate Sapi Mantreshu Labda Satta Satta Kanam Eva Karmanam Spashti Karanam So Andagiri said that if you do not find some origination in mantra, you presume that it must be there. That's what Bhashyakara says in different words. Yapi utpatti brahmaneshu karmanam Suppose you find an utpatti within brahmana. Meaning suppose brahmana seems to talk about a ritual otherwise not known through mantra etc. Then what do you imagine? Sapi mantreshu labda satta kanameva karmanam spashti karanam Suppose Brahmana section talks about Utpatti, like Agnihotram, Juhoti. Then we should imagine, Bhashyakara says that, you should presume that Agnihotra must have already originated in, in Mantra section. And this Brahmana, even though seems to talk about Utpatti, is only an elaboration of what is already revealed by the Mantra. So this is what we presume. So that's why Anandika said, So atis pashta mantra anupalam bhebi kalpete mantrok tattva mityartha. So even though specifically you may not be able to locate a mantra where this particular ritual is revealed, you presume that it must be there. And that Brahmana only, there is elaboration. And so, spashti karanam, clarifying, elaborating. So Brahmanas are assigned only that. So this is, this is what Brahmana is, uh, what shall I say, looked upon as. This is Brahmana's role, that is determined. So if they, they won't do anything else. If they are found to do something else, it is not anything else. It must be already there, which is what they are elaborating. So Brahmana will not say anything independently, can only elaborate what is stated in mantra. If you can't find a mantra, you presume that it must be there. So all class, strict classification, Brahmana, Kshatriya, Vaishya, Shudra, this, that, you can't budge, you know. If Brahmana cannot do that, and Kshatriya, so this all, so then the Americans says, you mean that a person born in a carpenter family, now he can't become an engineer, he cannot become a businessman, he can't do that. In Vedically, you cannot do that. Now that's the thing. Even though there may be a person born in a carpenter family who is good at business because he is born in Vaishya, Sudra, whatever he has no freedom to do that and a Vaishya fellow may be good at doing something else, he can't do that because you already determine Vaishya means this Sudra means this, Kshatriya means this, Brahmana means this so when there is all this strict structure 
every structure will suffocate always some people because there are some people who don't fit into any structure they are always there there are many people who are all conformists so they don't mind structure there are many who don't conform that's how the nature is and if there is strict structure then they will be suffocated then they will revolt so they will violate the structure so what do you do you punish them you violate it therefore you don't belong it get out you know so you violate and then you punish them you punish them you punish them ultimately those who are punished are in majority then those who are conforming to things that's what happens what has happened in india that all these other castes which are called dalita etc all of them are outcast and there is a larger number now in india than this so called swarna caste you know thank god that all intercaste marriage are happening and there there is no caste so there is nobody to actually discard them now otherwise there will be many more dalit you know outcast because all intercaste marriages interstate marriages inter this and inter faith marriages all kinds of things that happen it will happen all indians go to america and they then so one father says swami ji we don't know what our daughter will bring home you know because he is all of a sudden he bring a, a man so here is you know my friend boyfriend he is a black fellow he is a muslim fellow he is a christian fellow anybody and there is nothing you can do not that your daughter will do what you want her to do she will do what she wants to do okay fine you have to shake hands and you have to welcome them you have to do everything but as i said when any structure becomes very rigid then that structure will do more harm than structure is required to guide people without structure nothing will happen so require a law constitution is required to guide people should it be so rigid that because no law can take into account all the conditions even pani cannot do that such elaborate grammar rules but he still there are many exception that's how you know in grammar that every rule is only known by exception so you would accept exception because those fellows did not conform this rule you know or rule is derived from what is there but there is no rule that can that can explain everything no equation in the world that can explain all phenomena in science no one phenomenon even can be explained by millions of equations you can you can approximate to insist that we can explain everything of vimadi all nayikas all of those we can define everything kya you can define everything you can't define anything is all mithya okay but in mithya then when you have such strict things you know then it becomes very difficult so how you must have flexibility but not not looseness not pyjama thing that everything is okay that also is not right at the same time uh, nothing other than this is okay also is is difficult that's why wisdom is required maturity is required leadership is required you know great people to guide this the the community guide the you know the society and so only people like shankara all these great people alone can do they're all reformers to us they look very orthodox but for them that time they were very modern you know from today's point of view manu smriti is all you know orthodox but manu in his time was a reformer 
So, what all existed in that time, you know, he, he accommodated then and then he also gave many flexibilities also. But there is always a limit to what you can do in a given time and given place. So, you, then later on after hundred years you condemn them. But you should know what existed hundred years ago. And then this was itself a great thing at that time. So what sort of telephone you have this? What is the smart one? That's all about 50 years ago. This was the thing. Today you have a smartphone and so you ridicule those others. But that's okay. So the new generation ridiculed the old generation. That also is wrong. And so one has to be very mature, very wise before making any statements, before drawing conclusions, before make, you know, before making broad statements and generalized statements. All Hindus are like this, all Muslims are like this, all these fellows are like that. There is no such thing. Yet all are like that. And so that is Bhagavan's creation that all cannot be. Himself is, you know, he does not conform to anything. The Lord Krishna doesn't conform to anything. And therefore his creation also doesn't conform to everything, you know. But anyway, so it's very interesting. All these processes, you know, are, are very interesting. So sometimes discussions arise because already you concluded that there is a watertight structure. That everything must fit into that structure. And then you have difficulty in fitting things. And sometimes you can see that difficulty also. <coughs> but anyway, so Vashyakara Hotsapi Mantreshu Libda Sattakana Vyakaranam Spashti Karanam. So, in case you find an Utpatti, what looks like an Utpatti Vidhi in Brahmana also should not be taken as Utpatti, it must be only taken as an elaboration of what is already Utpannam, what is already existing in the mantra. If you cannot locate that mantra, you presume that a mantra must be there where this ritual also has already been revealed. <coughs> then says Anandagiri, Nahi, where is Nahi? Hmm. So if you go to uh, the line number, uh, what is it, uh, 28, Spashti Karnamiti, Agnir Jyotirityadi Swahanta Mantra Bhagatasya Agnihotradi Namna Vishesha Nirdesha Ityartaha. So now what happens in, in the mantra you find this kind of mantra. Agnir Jyoti, you know, our uh, uh, Swami Ishwaranji, they, they chant this mantra, Agnir Jyoti, this, you know. So Swaha, so you find that kind of mantra in the mantra section. The Agnihotra word you do not find. You follow? In mantra section, you may not find the word Agnihotra. What do you find is Agnirjyotihi Ityadi Swahanta Mantra Abhagatasya Agnihotra Adi Namna Vishesha Nirdesha. So what is already there in mantra? But not specifically named Agnihotra. So Brahmana section, Brahmana is Agnihotra. You don't find Agnihotra word in mantra. So you say, hey, so Brahmana has talked about Agnihotra, it's an original thing. Says no, in mantra section, Agnihotra was intended in other words. So Agnirjyotihi in that mantra, Agni is there up to Swaha, so that passage, in fact, does not mention name Agnihotra, but talks about Agnihotra. So then Brahmana section only says that this is Agnihotra. So, Agnihotra Dhyamna Vishesha Nirdesha. So, therefore, what is generally 
or indirectly talked about in mantra, specifically is given specific name in Brahmana. But Brahmana does not tell you something new. It tells only what is there in the mantra. <coughs> so, spashti karanam. So, word Agnihotra was not mentioned in mantra. And so, Brahmana section specifically said, this is Agnihotra. <coughs> so, shyadetata. Yidhi mantra hai karamotpatti sarvapi natulabhyade. Nirvapa prokshanadina mantrato lavebi agnayadi prathan karmanam teshu anavagamat nyagnir muda etyadi mantreshu agnayadi suru prachipati hasti tata devatamata iti ashinka nahiti. So, Syadeta is another situation. Yidi mantrata karmot patihi sarvapila bheta. If all the karmas origination you find in mantra, then it would be fine if mantrataha karmotpatti sarvapi labhyeda. If as you insist, karmotpatti origination of all the rituals in mantra, sarvapi labhyeda. Then all the rituals you find in mantras, natu labhyate, but we do not find them. Nirvana prokshanadina mantrato lavepi agne justam nirvapami prokshami. So this mantra you find. So, Agnaye Justam Nirvapame, I am offering this to fire, etc. So, then Prokshami, so this mantra you find, so Nirvapa Prokshanadinam Mantrato Lavepi. So, I am doing this, I am making this offering. So, this color I am sprinkling. So, this kind of statement you find. Agnayadi, but where this is with the offering is done, that karma is not mentioned. So Agnayadi, Pradhana Karmanam, Teshu Anavagamat. So Pradhana Karma is Agnaya Karma, in which Nirvapanam happens, Prokshanam happens. So Nirvapanam and Prokshanam is found in mantra, but Agnaya etc. is not found. Agnirmuda, Ityadi Mantreshu, so the Agnirmurda, Chaksh, what is it? Chakshusi Chandra Surya. Agnirmurda, Chakshusi Chandra Surya. Alright. So this mantra you find. So somebody said in this mantra already Agnaya, the ritual is there. He says, no, Tatra Devata, Matra Pratite, only Devatas involved in Agnaya, those Devatas are mentioned. But the ritual is not mentioned. So thing is now, they must have struggled very hard to try to relate every ritual to some portion of mantra. Because mantra will become useless otherwise. So poor mantra has also no independent validity unless that mantra becomes subsidiary to a ritual, you know. A ritual is no validity unless it is origination in mantra. And mantra is no valid unless it is useful in ritual. Now this once you already decide, then alone Veda is Pramana. Is Pramana because I am the Kriyarthatva. The Veda is Pramana because Kriyarthatva, because they enjoy ritual, karma. They enjoy, they directed to karma. So that is first principle. Then mantras have validity only if they contribute to karma, otherwise mantras have no validity. Nothing is valid unless it contributes to karma. How do mantras? Mantras don't talk of karma, but there is origination of karma. So all karmas must be somehow traced to mantra. If the word Agnihotra is not directly mentioned, then so this description means Agnihotra. Okay. So from description then you derive this Agnihotra. 
but then agnir mudra they only talks about different devatas you know that agni is the hair and the chakshasi chandra suryo dishashrotre vag vivutascha veda so then mantra from the mundakopanishad for example this is what is meant here then it all talks about the different limbs of bhagwan all different devatas so somebody said because agni is there you know so therefore agneyadiya so agneyadi pradhana karma is meant by the word agni he says no no these are all different devatas tatra devata matra prati agni nirmurda chakshu chandra surya disha all these devatas so in that passage only find devatas so the bhashyakara says nahi iti so read the last line of the bhashya nahi mantra अप्रकाशितम कर्म किंचित ब्राह्मणे उत्पन्नम दृश्यते नहीं किंचित मंत्र प्रकाशितम कर्म दैट कैन नॉट बी नहीं ब्राह्मणे दृश्यते यू कैन नॉट डू नॉट फाइंड इन ब्राह्मण एनी कर्म रिचुअल व्हिच इज नॉट रिवील्ड बाय मंत्र सो एम अभिप्राय द टीकाकार सेज केशुचित देवाम सेजते ददादिचादिषु यजति श्रूयते सो समाइम्स इन मंत्र यजति यज धातुंद्राग्निस्थम जनयामी नव्यमींद्राग्नि वृत्रहणाजुषेथा इत्यादि हवि संप्रदान प्रतीग प्रती सो यजति दग प्रती आग्ने अष्टकपालीव क्वचित केवल देवता प्रतीत्यापि कर्म प्रती आकुति अग्नि प्रयोज स्वा इत्यादी सो देवता सम कर्म इज दगदान होमादि विशेष प्रतिधि ब्राह्मण वाक्या सो यू फॉर सम सीड्स आर दे इन मंत्र some yajati is there some homa is some you know so the juhoti is there and some devata is there and some offering is there so that way the seeds of rituals are found in the mantras <coughs> then tatha yaga dana homa adi so yajati you find in mantra and then havish sampradana pratidi dana is found in there and yaga pratidi is found so yaga dana homa akudim prayojam swaha so you find yaga dana or this kriya are found in mantras then brahmanas in fact elaborate them to specific rituals and specific procedures prakrute agnaya adishu agni nirmuda ityadana devata mata shravane bi yaga pratidi bhavatyeva even though that passage only talks about devatas you can see the yaga involved in there agniridam havihi jush havihi ajushata ityadi havi sambandha pratite so then it must be a long passage in which other other information also comes so the tikakara in short tells us that in mantras you do find the seeds of what is elaborately found in brahmana it's a matter of research you know but you do so that research is all done by mimamsakas and so that is how they came to conclusion that all rituals have their origination in the mantra section evam tat yatha samvam karma prati drashtavya iti yatha yatha samvam karma prati drashtavya yes samvam as possible you can see the seed of karma in those mantras 
the mantra prakashan say the karma stiri bhava. Therefore, there is no karma which is which the Sun David seed or origination mantra. Anyatha Sarvatra Sakshat Karma Pradhi Brahmana Vitulya, even Brahmana section also has many statements where Saksha directly karma is not mentioned. Brahmana Savi Vidayakatvam Nasyat. So Vidinishida are only statement which you accept as uh, as, as Pramanam. In Brahmana also there may be other kinds of descriptions which is not related to a ritual. But then you will see the some indirectly connecting it to ritual. So some seed of ritual is to be found. So in Brahmana section also. Therefore, Brahmanas elaborate and mantras originate. This is the the, the contribution that they have with reference to the rituals. Loka prasiddhitopi mantranamai vidhayakattvam In Loka prasiddhi people also use these words. So sometimes when people use some expressions, it conveys some wisdom, you know. So when old people talk about things and they talk about some statements, you know, then some wisdom is contained. So that also is looked upon as a support for Pramanam. So that's what they say, we'll continue tomorrow. <coughs> Om Purnamadav Purnamidam Purnat Purnamudachyade Purnasya Purnamadaya Purnameva Vashishyade Om Shanti 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 Shankaram Shankaracharyam Keshavam Badarayanam Sutra Bhashya Vande Bhagavanta Punapunah Ishvaro Guru Ratmedi Murti Veda Vibhagine Vyomavat Vyapta Dehaya Dakshina Murtaye Namaha Om Shantishan Tishantihi Hari Om Shri Guru Namaha Hari Om